0: Welcome to. It- My name is Damian Miller, and I am here with Michael Phillips. Mike, what's going on, buddy?
1: Uh, not too much. Uh, just sitting here chilling, looking up some stuff to talk about today.
0: Yeah. Um. So right before you called, I was literally looking at something on Facebook, and it was a guy who was chugging a whole bottle of Jack Daniels. And I don't mean like, okay, he chugged a little bit, took took a break, and then chugged more. No, like this dude literally stuck a straw, bent it down to allow airflow in, which if you're a professional chugger, smart move. I like that because it allows the air to actually filtrate in and you don't get those air bubbles in between. But this dude downed like a Jack Daniels bottle in 10 seconds. And I mean a Big, like a like a like a like an average size Jack Daniels bottle. <laughs> I, I,
1: that's impressive, first of all.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I I take a shot of Jack and I'm like, ooh, my my throat's on fire.
1: Yeah. Oh, shit, <laughs> that wow.
0: Yeah, that guy's impressive. Kudos to him. It was somewhere like overseas because those guys are all ridiculous anyway. So, um. I think, <laughs> I think he was Australian.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, those crazy outbackers. (laughs) All right, Mike. So, what has gone on in the world of football this week?
1: Um, I mean, not too much. Uh, Rookie minicamp started for a lot of teams. Uh, You may have seen a video of uh, Baker Mayfield throwing some passes and throwing some interceptions as well. Um... But, I mean, he's a rookie, and he's on a new team, so uh, you can't really blame him too much for throwing a couple of interceptions, especially against their uh, fourth overall pick in uh, Denzel Ward.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it's it's minicamp. It's not going to be perfect yet. Um, nothing's really going to uh, come out of it as much as you would think. Um, you're not going to get all the answers that you're looking for. So it's take it with a grain of salt. That's exactly what it is. Just take it all with a grain of salt.
1: Yeah, exactly. And an uh, in interesting news. So you and I talked about this, how the Jets have a very full quarterback room. Yes. Um, they cut Bryce Petty. And I
0: saw that.
1: Yeah. And now he's uh, back in the AFC East with the Miami Dolphins.
0: Yeah, okay. Now, see, I had seen that the Dolphins were going to make a move, but I did not see that they had actually made one.
1: Yep, they did, actually. Uh, when was this? Um, May 4th, so that would have been uh, Friday at, four, at 5 o'clock, basically, is when this was updated.
0: Okay. I, I mean, good for them. Uh <laughs>
1: Yeah, I mean, and that's – okay. I mean, <laughs>
0: it's not really – I'm, uh... I'm looking at their depth chart now, and they have Tannehill as the starter, Brock Osweiler as his backup, David Fails, and Bryce Petty. So yeah. somebody somebody else is going to get cut. It might be Bryce Petty. It might be David fails, But let's talk about their backup quarterback situation. Um, <laughs> when the shit did Brock Osweiler get there, and why is he still in the league?
1: Um. Yeah, he recently got cut by the Browns I think it was like a month ago and Doesn't surprise
0: me he gets cut by everybody
1: Or not the Browns He well, he, he was cut the, by the Browns this last season But then he ended up back yeah. in Denver
0: Yeah, um, he ended up in Denver, yeah
1: Yeah, but then he got cut by Denver again um,
0: Because of course so, he did
1: Yeah, so then I think the uh, Dolphins Were kind of just scared because Ryan Tannehill Is average at best When he's healthy
0: So I wouldn't say average at best. Like he can be, he can be good. It's not that he's an average quarterback. It's just that I think that he started too early. I think that they tried to throw him into the limelight way too early. And I mean, he was a wide receiver turned quarterback. He's going to have growing pains. So I wouldn't say that he's average. I would say that he has a lot of potential and he's good when he's on, but to be on in a Miami Dolphins uh locker room and to be on during the game is something we really haven't seen.
1: Yeah, and he obviously has injury issues, so that's I think that's why they made the broadcast while they were signing because one Okay, the Dolphins are falling apart but also rebuilding at the same time and it's really weird to like describe that because they got Brock Osweiler as their backup after having Jay Cutler be their starter last year. And then they got Minka Fitzpatrick, great defensive back in the draft. And they got a great tight end with Mike Gusecki or yeah, Gusecki, I don't know. Just Mike Kasiki Yeah. Gusecki. Isn't he the one from Wisconsin? I think I should know this,
0: but no, I think he's, I think he's from Penn state.
1: Is Yeah. I should know this then. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. He's from Penn state.
1: Okay. Well, anyway, um, but they also, uh, I believe, lost whatever Pouncy brother was there.
0: Wasn't it Mark? It so uh, was Mark Marquis. There was that the Pouncy brother there.
1: I think so. Yeah, because I think Mike was on the Steelers.
0: Yeah, Mike's on the Steelers. Or did he leave too? I think he might have left now. Uh, let's look it up here. Yeah, I'm. I'm on it.
1: Anyway. <laughs> um, so, but they also lost Jarvis Landry. Well, I shouldn't say lost; they traded him. So, it's it's a rebuild, but also falling apart very quickly.
0: Yeah. Um. Mike Pouncey is the one that was with the Dolphins. By the way.
1: Oh, so we had it backwards.
0: Yeah, we had it backwards, and I'm still trying to find Marquise Pouncey, um, because he spells his name weird.
1: I think it's M-A- Is it M. A. R. Q.
0: No, it's M. A. U. M. A. U. R. K. I. C. E. And he's oh. still in Pittsburgh. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's not like, uh, like Marquise Goodwin or anything like that. Like something that I would actually kind of guess at. It's weird. <laughs> uh,
1: something else that was uh, kind of interesting. Um, well, not really interesting. It. It's not really a surprise with the uh, Seattle Seahawks cutting Cliff Averill. Yeah, because I mean, uh, he, he's getting he's getting old, and he's injury prone. He got injured this last season, so
0: he yeah. But... Pass his physical. Oh, okay. Well, then that explains it. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, not, it's not like they just decided to cut him. No, he didn't
0: pass his physical. I I thought it was. I thought it was just a decision to cut him. And I was just like, what are you guys doing? Like the Seahawks are already in shambles and they just can't seem to get any better.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. It's just, I mean, it's a sad thing to see him leave Seattle. Cause you know, he was a good player.
0: Yeah. But if you're not keeping your body in physical, like in physically good shape, then you shouldn't be playing.
1: Yeah, that that's 100%. Yeah.
0: Like it's it's one of those things I don't understand how people like you're a professional football player getting paid millions. I wish I was getting paid millions. Like <laughs> if you paid me millions to exercise during the off season, holy shit, I would actually exercise. I don't too much anymore. I'm turning into a bum and I need to stop, but
1: <laughs> yeah, I need to start working out too.
0: Yeah, God, I'm getting a gut, and I don't like it. Oh, I, I've had a gut. <laughs> working, working out is just a lot of work, and not working out is not. So, <laughs> um, so here's something I found interesting. I was on NFL.com earlier, and so <sighs> Mike McCarthy <laughs> came out and said. Deshaun Kaiser would have been a first-round pick this year in the draft.
1: Uh, I'm ashamed to have him as my coach. Yeah.
0: He, I don't... Okay. Go ahead.
1: Deshaun Kaiser, Deshaun Kaiser had a great career with Notre Dame. Not Baker Mayfield, where like he stood out. Yeah. But he had a... You know, he had a good career at Notre Dame. I think they were playing him wrong, honestly, with the Browns. One, they started him right away because that's a Browns thing to do. Yes. Um, But I think if he could have sat under somebody, like now he's sitting underneath Aaron Rodgers, that can actually play the game of football, Yeah, I think he would do pretty well.
0: Yeah. um, I, I agree with that because he has a lot of talent and this is okay. This is Mike McCarthy's quote, like some of his quotes. He said, in my opinion, if he was in that class this year, he would have been part of the group, part of that group of first four or five guys. I've always, I always felt there were five, the five first, the five quarterbacks, first round guys. And then Mm -hmm. later he goes on and he says, I think he has exceptional arm talent. What we're asking him to do is particularly the footwork and just how he fits the scheme and how he operates is brand new to him. That always excites me because when you see that guy has no experience or background, but has the ability to me, that's an opportunity for a lot of growth. So I think he has a bright future. So it sounds like they're in this Deshaun Kaiser game for the long term." which is good, but is he really a successor to Aaron Rodgers, which is a hard thing to ask anybody anyway, because he's one of the best quarterbacks in the league. So now he's going to battle Brett Hundley for a backup job. And what happens if Rodgers gets injured and Deshaun Kaiser goes out there? It's a brand new system. He's only in his, what, second year in the league, correct? Mm -hmm. So now you have a guy who was pulled twice – by the Browns last year for having bad games. He already has confidence issues. Now he goes to a new team. He doesn't know the scheme is all that great. If Aaron Rodgers goes down week one, you're throwing this guy in there and he's not exactly comfortable. So who are you going to get? I would much rather say throwing a Brett Hundley and let this kid continue to learn. But we've also seen how Brett Hundley plays. So the backup quarterback situation in green Bay is a mess. No offense to your Packers, but it's pretty bad.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a Packer fan, and I agree with you. Um, they cut Joe Callahan, I and um, I believe Joe – where did Joe Callahan go?
0: Um, I will look that up while you're talking.
1: Um, I actually have it up here, I think. Do I? Do yeah, he's, he went to the Eagles.
0: <laughs> Dude, it shows you how much, like, all the signings have gone by me this year. Because the Eagles have signed and renegotiated and let go of so many people that I just don't know who's where anymore. Well,
1: I think he would be end up being your guys' third string because you have obviously Carson Wentz, obviously Nick Foley and Dynamite. And yeah. Then, back, back, back. Yeah, and then I think, uh, I think Callahan would be your third because you guys – or wait.
0: No, no, he'd be our fourth because we have uh, Sudfeld.
1: Oh yeah, I forgot about Sutfeld. Okay. Yep. So he end up he's going to end up being on your practice squad more than likely.
0: More than likely.
1: Which, Which is I... where he spent majority of in his time in Green Bay.
0: Yeah, I mean, okay, so what's the point of picking okay, for the Philadelphia Eagles, I just don't get the point of picking up another quarterback. I mean, Sutfeld when he came in and he played, he did really good.
1: He did actually. I yeah.
0: So, uh, why? We have three really good quarterbacks. Now, granted, if he's for the practice squad, completely get it. But, like, why would you go out and get someone, just draft uh, or pick up an, un, like, an undrafted free agent or something like that, that could come in and do the same thing?
1: Well, he technically, he was undrafted earlier in his career, and then he was on the practice squad majority of the time in Green Bay. And then when Rogers got hurt, he almost started over Brett Hundley, but Brett Hundley had more experience. So um, when they would got you have rather roster, him?
0: Would you have rathered him start over Brett Hundley? Be honest.
1: Honestly, as much as I didn't like watching Brett Hundley play last year, no, because I've barely seen him play. Joe Callahan has barely ever played, and okay. I mean, he's not—he's not prepared to actually play real NFL games. <laughs> Fair. Um, But I think what Doug Peterson did, uh, your coach who uh, did spend time in Green Bay as Brett Favre's backup, Mm -hmm. um, I think he had that connection there somewhat. Um, And even if he just plays on the practice squad, I think he's still somewhat of uh, a – he's not a necessity, but I think he he, – is a good pickup because one, he's cheap because he's only been on the practice squad. Two, yeah. he was cut by Green Bay, so it's not like it was a trade or something. So...
0: True. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying, but I, I, just, I just don't know the guy and I don't have any film on him. So it's hard for me to just go and be like, oh yeah, like that's a good pickup because I'm like, yeah, for the price tag, it's good. But outside of that, I'm just not sure.
1: I mean, good luck really finding... uh highlights or anything, because he played at a D3 school.
0: Oh, well. That explains yeah. a lot. Uh, okay, so I'm looking. Um, Apparently, he's signed to us. I don't see him.
1: Oh, like on your depth chart?
0: <laughs> yeah, I don't see him on the depth chart on the actual roster itself. Like, he's not there.
1: It, I mean, it might have now just updated, but, uh, he, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. But let's see I want to see what teams he's been on, because I know he spent some time with the uh, Saints, too.
0: Yeah, he was on the Packers in 2016, Saints in 2016, Browns in 2016, Packers in 2016-17, and now he apparently is with the Eagles.
1: He's hopped around, man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I guess, like, and he's only 24. Yeah. He's the same age as me. (laughs) Or, no, he'll be 25. I'll be 24 this year. So, like... Okay. okay. Anyway. Um...
1: Um, his NFL statistics are no touchdowns, no interceptions. Uh, his percentage is 71.4. He has 11 passing yards. His passer rating is
0: 74.1. Okay. Well, um, so uh, he's also the Gaglia- Gagliardart- Gagliardi Trophy winner of 2015, and that is the Division three College Football Player of the Year.
1: So it's basically the Heisman for... For college.
0: Goals. Yeah, for Division three. Oh. Yeah. Oh, my God, this guy's slow. He ran a 4.940.
1: Yeah.
0: Shit. <laughs> See, right. yeah,
1: well, now, now I understand why I would have Brownlee instead. But anyway...
0: Yeah, especially with that offensive line. He's not running away from anybody.
1: Yeah. It's... Anyway, uh, moving on yeah. from uh, that, <laughs> um, Denzel Ward is is already going to be missing a minimum of uh, one practice for the Browns. Oh? Uh, he hurt his hip.
0: Oh, great. So now this guy has a fragile hip. Super.
1: He's <laughs> not even close to the season. <laughs> the draft was uh, two weeks ago.
0: Well, maybe this guy just goes hard.
1: He does. He plays he plays big. He's I watched an interview with him and Baker Mayfield. He said that even though he's not a prototypical like big corner, yeah. He play he plays bigger than he is. Okay. But what well, I like that they're doing is they're letting him recover. They're not playing him too hard right now. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that's actually smart. I, I actually like the Browns so far. Like, their new GM is actually kind of good.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, that's the thing is, like, the Browns, they're making smart moves. Like, they're actually doing things that make sense. And um, so, I think that they're going in the right direction. Like, their general manager is John Dorsey. hmm Um, I still think that the ownership of the Haslam's need to go. Somebody needs to buy that team from them because they just are not – they're just not smart with things at all. Um, But to look back at John Dorsey and kind of like who he is as a person, um, this guy was a player for the Green Bay Packers. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what position he played though.
1: I believe linebacker.
0: That makes sense. He's 6'2, 240. Yeah, linebacker sounds right. Um, So then he got moved. He retired in 89 and moved up as a scout for the Packers in 91 and did that until 96. Then he was the director of college scouting for the Packers in 97 to 98, director of player personnel for the Seahawks in 99. Packers brought him back again as their director of college scouting for two thousand from 2000 to 2011. And then he was the director of football operations in 2012, the Chiefs GM in 2013 to 2016, and now the Browns general manager. So hopefully this brings stability because the Browns need freaking stability.
1: Yeah, uh, I just want to clarify some of the players that he helped choose when he was with the Packers from 20 or from 2000 to 2011. Was Aaron mm-hmm. Rodgers, Clay Matthews, and Greg Jennings just want to clarify? Well,
0: I mean, at least the guy has an eye for talent. Exactly. Um, he was. Uh, he's been inducted into the Anne Arundel County, Maryland Sports Hall of Fame. Didn't know that was a thing. Um, I don't
1: think really anybody does.
0: No, and then he was inducted into the Fork Union Military Academy Sports Hall of Fame.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. I mean, the guy's, the guy's been around the league forever, so it's its nice to see that at least he was able to transfer over to the Browns and hopefully lead them in the right direction because the dog pound has been waiting for a while. Mm-hmm. So they, they definitely deserve a good guy to lead that team, and John Dorsey seems to be that, um, especially with the moves he's made so far. So... Hopefully we see stability in Green Bay – or, yeah, in Green Bay, in Cleveland. So
1: uh, you and I were both excited kind of about the uh, Lamar Jackson pick. Yes. And the Ravens are currently, like, coming up with a great scheme for them to run with him. Okay. And, uh, I saw an interesting thing that said um, that Lamar Jackson has yet to even speak to joe flacco
0: well no did you see um oh no never mind never mind that's a different thing i want to cover that so um is it the big ben thing yes it's the big ben thing
1: okay i was gonna say that because that was next
0: <laughs> um yes it's the big ben thing which i love um, <laughs> but yeah I, that's shocking to me but i mean I, I guess well no not really because joe flacco has to know his time is up in Baltimore. This has to be his way of know like them drafting him, uh Lamar Jackson, he knows. He knows that it's coming to an end. And it should, because the guy is shit. Yeah, he's
1: Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I, I was trying to come up with a better word than shit, and that's all, that's all I No,
0: got. he's shit. Um <laughs> like anytime that he drops to me in like a fantasy draft on Madden, I'm just like,
1: oh
0: I'll wait. yeah you're
1: like i'll get somebody like lower overall but
0: listen i'll take a johnny i'll take a johnny manzel over joe flacco any day
1: well yeah obviously
0: like first off johnny manzel makes me johnny manzel makes me all kinds of happy when he starts doing the money signs and i think it's awesome but um I would, I just, I don't see the appeal of Joe Flacco. Yes, he won a Super Bowl, but man, was that defense good.
1: Yeah, that, that's every. Okay, so I have some friends that are Ravens fans, and.
0: So do I. Uh, huh? So do I. <laughs> and. I live 45 uh, minutes north of Baltimore. Trust me, I have a lot of friends who are Ravens fans. <laughs>
1: well, okay, so here's the thing they'll tell me, because I'll say something about Joe Flacco. And, you know, they're fans where they're like, yeah, go Ravens, but they're not like you and I where we can sit there and dissect the team. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I said to them, I'm like, do you realize how much you guys are paying Joe Flacco? they're like, no. So then I'll tell them uh, his contract. I'm like, oh, okay, that's about, you know, average for a quarterback. I'm like, no, Mm-mm. it's not.
0: <laughs> he's like fourth highest paid co- uh, quarterback in the league.
1: I think he's like sixth now, actually.
0: Well, yeah, there's been a couple that have restructured their contracts and stuff like that or renegotiated.
1: Yeah, but um, – well, I'll say that to them, and they're like, well, when's the last time the Packers won a Super Bowl I'm like, 2010? Yeah. And the, uh, I was like, you guys won in 2012, and you went there entirely on defense. And like, well, you went there entirely on offense. I'm like, yeah, but here's the thing. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is way better than Joe Flacco.
0: Andrew Luck is better than Joe Flacco.
1: Almost every quarterback, almost every starting quarterback in this league is better than Joe Flacco.
0: Yeah, I'm glad you said almost.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to say every because...
0: Um, Andy Dalton is not. <laughs> Andy Dalton is
1: not. Blake Bortles, I would say, is around there.
0: Yeah, Blake Bortles, Tannehill's up there at about that. Um, Dak Prescott... No no you know what I'm taking Dak Prescott. I'm taking Dak Prescott.
1: <laughs> really?
0: Shut up. I don't like <laughs> saying it. I'm not going I'm I'm not going to say it again. <laughs>
1: anyway, uh yeah, so they're yeah, really trying to uh redo their uh, system to build it around Lamar Jackson, which is smart because getting out of that contract with Joe Flacco is definitely a necessity as You know, within the next two years, because I think Lamar Jackson can do pretty well.
0: Uh, Yeah, I think Lamar Jackson. I think Lamar Jackson, if given the right tools, can succeed.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly how it works. And I think that's why a lot of teams passed up on him because one, they either have a scheme that fits now and they don't want to rebuild it, or yeah, they're concerned that if they don't put star players around him that he's going to be terrible
0: exactly so i pulled up the joe flacco numbers because i am very curious Mm -hmm. um joe flacco is going to make 22.133 million dollars this year that is eighth in the league over annual salary ahead of him is alex smith who's making 23.5 and drew luck making 24.6 Drew Brees and Derek Carr making twenty five even. Matthew Stafford twenty seven even. Jimmy Garoppolo twenty seven point five. Kirk Cousins at twenty eight million dollars. Oh, who's right below Joe Flacco? You say Aaron Rodgers at twenty two.
1: Yeah. Well, the Packers are actually they're working on a, a contract extension.
0: Of course they are.
1: And <laughs> well, okay, with the new GM, I hope to God that he gets paid well because he one he deserves it because his team is nothing without him. And two. Yes. And two um he uh, okay, I don't even have a second point. My first point is my second point.
0: Like yeah, like he he deserves it all. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh he obviously
0: At this be- point you should at this point you should offer him like ownership stake.
1: I think okay. That's the thing with the Packers though is that it can't be like Bought because it's publicly owned.
0: The Packers are publicly owned.
1: Yeah, like the public can buy shares in it, basically.
0: Huh. Yeah. It's well, not- no, I think that's I think that's any every NFL team.
1: No, like there's no specific owner. Like you know how the Cowboys have, uh, oh my God, Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones. Yeah. So we don't have an owner. It's literally just the public. Huh. Yeah, it's really okay. weird. That's why. Um that's why our front office was so like messed up. Because we have Mark mm-hmm. we had Mark Murphy who was like, you know, the head of the Packers basically. He he's like the owner without ownership. And then Okay. And then you had uh Ted Thompson who is gone. Well he's not gone, he's still in the front office, but he's not the GM anymore. Right. So yeah, it's I, I recently learned this, uh I shouldn't say recently, it was like five years ago. But uh yeah, they don't have an owner. It's literally just the public. Like, if I wanted to, I could buy shares and then technically be part of an owner of the Packers.
0: Yeah, yeah, they're owned. Uh, they're not publicly owned nonprofit. Mm-hmm. Okay, your guys are definitely making a profit. Well, uh... Yeah,
1: but, uh, yeah, he deserves to get paid way more. That he is. Yes. I don't think Kirk Cousins should not be the number one paid
0: quarterback. No, this is this is annual salary, so a lot I of know. them just haven't re-upped their, nego- like, re-upped their contracts, pretty much. Um, it, it's the same as, like, you're going to have the highest paid quarterback every other year when contracts are up. Somebody else is going to be the highest paid quarterback in NFL history. Somebody else is going to be. And then eventually they're going to go bankrupt.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, so you obviously saw that Matt Ryan got new got a new contract, right? Yes. He is making thirty million per year.
0: Jeez.
1: Yeah. Well it's a hundred dollars it's a hundred dollars. Hundred million guaranteed.
0: Yeah. Well the article I was reading was from March, so oh, yeah. they didn't they didn't factor in the Matt Ryan thing yet. Um but moving on to another Uh, mainstay quarterback that probably shouldn't be in the game anymore. Uh, (laughs) Ken Roethlisberger. Mm -hmm. This guy (laughs) went on record with the Pittsburgh's... uh, I forget who he did the interview with, but he talked about the Pittsburgh Steelers draft pick of Mason Rudolph. Mm -hmm. And he said, and I quote, I thought that they were going to draft... Somebody that would help us win now.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: End quote. Um, what a slap in the face to Mason Rudolph. Yeah. Like, does Ben Roethlisberger understand that he is just not the quarterback that he was and that he it takes way too many stats, way too many sacks, doesn't throw the ball away, and his interception numbers are on the rise?
1: Okay, so I want to continue what he said in that interview.
0: Okay. Yes. Please do, because all I got was that quote that was sent to me by Bleacher Report. So,
1: okay. So, uh, he's what's he's even he's being overprotective, and he said this of his uh, teammates in the quarterback room, Landry Jones and Joshua Dobbs. Right. Mm-hmm. He goes, those two guys are who I feel the worst for. I'll be honest. I'm now worried about Mason Rudolph coming and taking my job. I feel confident that I can go out and be whoever I need for my job. I do feel bad for those guys.
0: Yes, but okay, Ben, you're 36 years old. Landry Jones hasn't proven anything, yeah. so yeah. I, I just I don't understand how he, how he can really say that he's going to be around for a long time, like in in Ben Roethlisberger, Landry Jones. We've seen him come in in relief. Landry Jones is bad.
1: Yeah, he's not. Joshua Dobbs not that bad. Landry Jones very bad.
0: Now, I really haven't seen Joshua Dobbs play. Um, so I'm gonna pull up. I'm gonna pull up his numbers because that's what, actually what I was looking for. Um, so I haven't seen him play. But Mason Rudolph is going to be the successor of this team.
1: Yeah. He fit he fits it perfectly. Like
0: Yes, he um, has he has the size, he has the he has the the same scheme built into him pretty much like it's a pass first offense, which most offenses are in the NFL, but like this guy gets it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and uh what was I going to say? Oh, And then Mason Rudolph, being you know a rookie and trying to be professional, said he goes, "I understand where Ben is coming from. I- I'm paraphrasing here, uh, yeah, he said, "I understand where Ben is coming from. i you know I'm a rookie. he's a veteran, but i I think what he said is that uh the reality really hasn't hit him that I'm not even a for sure roster spot yet, yeah." Uh, I think he said that he's just, or what did he say? Um, Mason Rudolph said that he thinks that Ben Roethlisberger is kind of just getting concerned because he's been losing a lot of his production. He um, is aging, obviously. He is seriously considering retirement like every year.
0: Yeah, like, that's the thing, is like, for the past three to four years, Ben Roethlisberger is constantly saying, oh, I might retire at the end of this year, but yet you want somebody that's going to win now. Dude, you can't even decide if you want to win now.
1: Yeah, even if... Okay, with how he's been playing, even if he says, I want to play for the next three years, or whatever number it is, he's not in a position to guarantee that type of commitment.
0: No and especially with his injuries. So I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to pull up – I pulled up Joshua Dobbs's numbers from last year's preseason because he didn't play a snap in the regular season and yeah. his college stats. So last year in the preseason, he had a 68.9 quarterback rating, um, 406 yards over four games, which isn't bad, but two touchdowns and three picks, six sacks. Yeah, and but
1: in the- those-
0: He's lost 43 yards. Hold on. Hold on. (laughs) And his completion percentage is 59.4. Now, he is a rushing quarterback, so let's factor those in. Um, He's attempted seven rushes for 34 yards, one touchdown. Oh, and he fumbled the ball. Uh Okay, so that was last year's preseason. Now, in college, for passing, he – was six, uh, 614 for 999 attempts, which gave him a completion percentage of 61.5. 7,138 yards over his four-year career, 53 touchdowns, and 29 interceptions. So you mean to tell me that this guy throws 29 interceptions over four years? Oh, and 12 of them came in his last year?
1: And this is Joshua Dobbs, right? Yes. Either way, <laughs> fuck Landry Jones.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. Either way, <laughs> fuck Landry Jones <laughs> because he's he is no better at all. But I mean, I just don't understand Roethlisberger. Like, you want your team to win in the future too, right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, you don't want to just see the Pittsburgh Steelers like go to shit.
1: He's coming across as this guy that will play for any team as long as he has a fucking roster spot.
0: Pretty much, like last year. Um, last year, he threw fourteen interceptions for the third time in his career. Oh, and by the way, he only threw twenty-eight touchdowns. He, he had forty-two 40- hundred yards and a completion percentage of sixty-four point two.
1: And, uh, you know, he threw five of those interceptions in one game against the Jaguars? Yes. So, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, I just, I don't get it. Roethlisberger needs to calm down. He's he's fine. He's going to be the starter for, like, the next three years, and the What will probably happen is Mason Rudolph will get traded to the Bengals and he'll sit behind Andy Dalton until they finally realize that Andy Dalton is shit, and they'll put him in. (laughs)
1: That's such a a bold prediction, but yet it makes sense.
0: (laughs) Yes, because that's what the Steelers do.
1: Yeah, and my problem, you know, I like watching the Steelers play, you know, and I always have. But my problem with Ben Roethlisberger, okay, well (laughs) –
0: I can't like them. I'm I'm a Philly fan. I know. But
1: anyway, my problem with Ben Roethlisberger is he's not – what's the word here? Smart? He's (laughs) – besides that, he's not the quarterback that is like, you know, I want my entire career with the Steelers or whatever team, you know, they're on. Like, Aaron Rodgers, he's always said that he wants to retire as a Packer. Yeah. Um, regardless of how many rings that he wins or not. He plays because he has, you know, a career with this team. He's not going to, you know, pull a Brett Favre and try to, yeah. to win a Super Bowl with the fucking Vikings. So... Or, well, okay, the Jets it doesn't even count.
0: But <laughs> it counts. He played there for a season.
1: Okay, but it only counts because he was traded there.
0: Yeah, but he could have retired.
1: He, I mean, he could have, but I think he just. He had a lot of. He, he said in an interview that he had thousands of concussions. So we just want to clarify that Brett Favre isn't the smartest man.
0: Dude, this guy is more indecisive than my girlfriend. And yes, she understands that that is a that is that is a fair assessment.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah, he like I said before, he just seems like a guy like a Kirk Cousins, yes, who hated being franchise tagged by the Redskins. So he basically was just like, "Oh, you want me? Oh, uh, you're not paying me enough. You want me? Oh, you're not paying me enough. How about you? Oh, you're gonna pay me eighty-four million dollars guaranteed. Oh, it looks like my Minnesota Viking.
0: Yeah." I just <sighs> – Roethlisberger, I don't know if that motorcycle accident jacked up his brain more than it needed to be, but he just needs to calm down. Mason Rudolph isn't taking his job this year. It's not taking him next year. He might not even take his job. He might, Like I said, he might get traded. He might get dropped. Uh, who knows? But I tell you one thing, if Landry Jones is still on that team at the end of this year, there's something freaking wrong.
1: Yeah. Uh but moving on from the Steelers, we've been talking about them for a while. Yes. Uh, um. So obviously, as we discussed before, the Browns have lost Joe Thomas as he retired. Yes. Uh, Hall of Famer left tackle. Um. The Browns, you know, with their second round pick, got Austin Corbett.
0: Yes. Uh,
1: and uh, there's an article saying here that he's potentially a replacement. For Joe Thomas, now
0: is he a tackle?
1: Um, did he play tackle? I am not hundred percent sure. No. Okay, because he said that he is a tackle player. Like he will gladly and like and loves playing tackle.
0: Yeah, they said he um he came out as an offensive tackle.
1: Okay, okay, that's yeah, that makes sense. But he's six four, three hundred and six pounds. Mm-hmm. and apparently he's done very well at Cleveland's rookie mini camp. Yep. Um I would like to see somebody come in there and rightfully replace Joe Thomas. Obviously, that's like somebody that's like asking somebody to come in and replace Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Know, because he's been phenomenal throughout his career. Um at the uh, the senior bowl this year though, he did move inside and played a little bit of uh, guard, and uh, he was comfortable either way. So I think Cleveland is happy about that.
0: Yeah, he's versatile. Yeah.
1: And Cleveland's interior already is pretty good. Um, J.C. Treader, I believe, is kind of underrated. Mm-hmm. And Kevin Zeitler, obviously, is a great guard. Um, so, oh, and Joel Batonio.
0: Yeah, I mean, they have they have a good team there. Um, I just pulled up a little bit about austin corbett um in 2017 he won the Bullsworth trophy or was a semifinalist for the bullsworth trophy and that is an award given to the most outstanding f b s college football player who began his career as a walk on yeah um the the winner of of it last year was Luke Falk, quarterback of Washington State. Um, Baker Mayfield uh, got passed up because then he won the Heisman last year, I think. Uh, yep. So. he won the
1: Heisman this year? Lamar Jackson won it last year. Well,
0: yeah. yeah, in 2017. Or. No. Who won the freaking Heisman in 2017? Yeah, that was. Uh, um, that was Baker Mayfield, and Lamar Jackson won it in
1: 2016.
0: Okay, okay, sorry, I was looking at that and I was realizing that that wasn't the Heisman, because um, it said that Baker Mayfield won it in 2016. So I was just like, wait a minute. Um, <laughs> I was like, it says he won it in 2016. Who won the Heisman in 2017? Um, but yeah, I mean, this kid seems like he's going to be talented for him. I hope that they get a good offensive line. Um, that's healthy and stays that way for uh, for Saquon Barkley and for Baker Mayfield. Um, or, yeah, Saquon Barkley. Wow. I am – oh, my God. <laughs> That's the second time I've messed up majorly over the past two weeks. My <laughs> brain is fried. Um, yeah, to protect Baker Mayfield and Duke Johnson <laughs> in the backfield, um, I guess I'm just having visions that – Baker or that Saquon Barkley actually did go to Cleveland. Um so I hope that the Browns can be successful. I'm tired of seeing Pittsburgh in the playoffs every year. Um it's starting to get annoying. And Well,
1: yeah, that's like everybody else with getting tired of the Patriots being there.
0: Yeah, it's the same thing. It's just yes, we know you're good, now start being bad. Um <laughs> So what else do we got going on here today?
1: Well, uh obviously Des Bryant still hasn't been signed.
0: Yeah, and there's like no interest for him.
1: There's a lot of teams that said they wouldn't even sign him to a league minimum.
0: Because he's a diva.
1: Exactly. But like there, there is a list here of uh teams that could potentially sign him. Yes. It was made by Bucky Brooks. Um some of them I want your opinion on cuz I I disagree with some of these. The Buffalo Bills, the New York Jets, okay. The Seattle Seahawks. Okay. The Indianapolis Colts.
0: Okay.
1: The Washington Redskins. Mm-hmm. And San Francisco 49ers.
0: I say the bills or the Colts are going to be the favorites
1: exactly that's exactly what I thought so
0: <laughs> yeah, like the Colts this sounds like a um this sounds like a move they would make just because um if anybody's listened to Pat McAfee, you know how Jim Ursay thinks sometimes um, <laughs> so this sounds like an Ursay move. Ursay likes his likes his divas. Um, the Bills, it, it, they need somebody up there outside of Zay Jones. Um,
1: so they have Kelvin Benjamin.
0: Yeah, I mean, is he healthy? <laughs>
1: uh, currently, I don't know, but more than likely not.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, they need somebody because Zay Jones isn't going to do it. Kelvin Benjamin, if he's on the field, he can, but you can't rely on him. So, I mean, like... They have talented wide receivers up there, but they don't have a mainstay, like somebody that they could like just throw the ball up to and catch. I think that change of scenery up there would help a Des Bryant a lot. Um, so I can see it.
1: The one I disagreed with was, okay, they all make sense. I'll agree there. Yeah. They all make sense. But the one I disagreed with, like, that I personally wouldn't want to see. Yeah. Honestly, oh, I, I shouldn't say I don't want to see it, is the Jets.
0: It's a very Jets move.
1: It is a very Jets move, but they have Jermaine Curse, They have Robbie Anderson, and well, obviously Torrell Pryor. He, he's trying to – he needs to rediscover where his talent went.
0: Yeah, after that 2015 season, like, he kind of faltered horribly.
1: Yeah, so, I mean, it's a very Jets move, but I think out of all of them that makes the most sense, not, like, favorites, but that makes the most sense would be the 49ers because they need to get weapons for Jimmy G.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but But I don't see see a Des Bryant fitting in with a Jimmy Garoppolo.
1: That's my point. It's just... He, he's, if he wasn't such a diva and dramatic player and as obnoxious as he is, then I think he'd be a better fit.
0: Yeah. But, like that's the reason they got rid of Terrell Owens.
1: Exactly. Uh, You know, Jimmy Garoppolo, he's a very classy guy. Yes. He goes out there and he plays the game of football and that's about it.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like he, he's, he's very kept to himself. You don't see him out very much you don't see him like gronk partying it up or anything like that like he's just he keeps to himself and he does his thing which is good um
1: he's very oh what's the word he's very tyrod taylor yeah because you never hear about tyrod taylor getting in trouble
0: no you don't um we can make those comparisons all day but like I just don't think that Dez fits in out in San Francisco anymore. That just doesn't seem like that would be the place. Like, maybe five years ago, that would be the place with, like, a Colin Kaepernick. That, w- that would make sense. Yeah. but Colin's this... an arm, and he can get it up there. So, I mean, and now I'm saying that Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't, but, like, Colin Kaepernick had a Brett Favre arm where it was like, oh, hey, you're five yards away from me? Bullet pass. Like... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I will break your hands.
0: Just yeah, like Brett Favre, like threw incredibly hard, and for some reason, like so did Colin Kaepernick. Now, granted, he was a pitching prospect, but <laughs> um. Well,
1: okay, so I just want to say this, and I'm I'm sure everybody knows this. Well, I shouldn't say everybody, but majority football fans. When Brett Favre was playing, almost all of his receivers would have broken fingers by the end of the game. Yes. Donald Driver said it a lot. Greg Jennings said it a lot. Uh, the various tight ends that they've had have said that, oh, especially their tight ends, because you know, the, uh, you know, a tight end could do a crossing route and be six yards away, and then they're catching a uh, sixty mile an hour football. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I, there, I don't know if you saw this game. I think it was in two thousand three. So I was pretty young. I was four. But I, I rewatched
0: uh, it. Uh, I was nine, so maybe.
1: Um, I rewatched it, like, uh two years ago because I was uh, – who was talking about it? A family member of mine and I were talking about that game, and I didn't remember it, obviously. I was little. So I rewatched it. It was the mm. game where Brett Favre's dad died.
0: Yes, versus, I've seen that one back.
1: Versus the Raiders. Oh, my God. I rewatched that game, and that entire team was playing for his dad. Yes. And I I can't even remember the score. It was a blowout and a half. Yeah. It, oh, my God. But a uh, couple more things because we're trying to keep this episode short because of last week's two-hour episode.
0: Yeah, uh, just slightly.
1: <laughs> so, you know, we talked about Des Bryant. Uh, still a mystery where he's going to end up. You know, he had a multi-year contract with the Ravens that he denied. But – I mean, I don't know. He, he's, I wouldn't sign him, but.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I wouldn't either.
1: Uh, final bit of news. Uh, I found this interesting because every president has his sports council, basically. Yeah. Um, with Obama, Drew Brees was on it. And then, uh, Teddy Bruschi ended up, um, or sorry, Drew Brees was a co-chair, co-chairman. Mm-hmm. Uh, when Teddy Bruschi was there. Yeah. But Donald Trump has recently announced his uh, picks, basically, to appoint point uh, for the co-chairs and members of his sports council, and it's Bill Belichick, <laughs> Herschel Walker, mm-hmm. and Mariano Rivera.
0: Okay...
1: Um, Obviously, you're a Yankees fan, right?
0: I am massively a Yankees fan.
1: Okay, that's what I thought. So, how do you feel about these – well, there's only three of them. Yeah. So, I mean, not there's only three, but there's only three listed here. Yeah. How do you feel about Bill Belichick, Hers – okay, I like Herschel Walker being there.
0: I like Herschel Walker being there.
1: I'm not a big baseball guy, so I can't really say anything about Mariano Rivera. But uh, um, guys,
0: the guy's smart. Um, kept his nose clean. Um, he's he's a good guy. Very successful while he was in. I mean, he's the all-time saves leader. Um, so it, it it's a good pick for him.
1: <laughs> but having yes, Bill Belichick, one of the greatest coaches of all time, if not yeah. the best. Well, no, okay. I'm not going to say he's the best because Vince Lombardi's the best.
0: but he, He's quite possible. He's the best of this generation.
1: Yes. Well, putting yes. those three on the same council, it's called Council on Fitness, Sports, and Nutrition, basically. Okay. So better known as the sports council of the yeah. I I don't
0: know because... I see I see the Patriots winning four more Super Bowls. that's, that's all I see because exactly Belichick, Belichick will just call Trump and be like, hey uh, you know the FBI? Yeah we need them to spy for us
1: <laughs> it'll be spygate 2.0 basically yeah
0: yeah like the president like he's already caught up with Stormy Daniels okay he doesn't need to be caught up in like a CIA master spy ring that <laughs> apparently was appointed by him to study all the game film for Belichick and basically stalk players while they practice and shit. Like, this is exactly what's going to happen. It's never, like, it's not going to be an actual thing, but they're going to accuse the shit out of Trump for it, which, I, 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 okay, we're going to get away from the political because I think Bill yeah. Belichick being on the sports council is ridiculous. If it's for fitness, have you seen this man? <laughs>
1: yeah, he's not, no.
0: He's not the epitome <laughs> of fitness. Shit, at this point, I saw a workout with with former Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Holy shit, that woman's like 97 and pulling out push-ups and shit every day. Yeah, I know,
1: right? I saw that too, and I, my mind was blown. I was like, she is more in shape than I am.
0: Right! <laughs> um, but like, I'm appointing things- I'm, I'm RBG at this point, other than Belichick.
1: Uh, final bit of news, uh, much less political and happier note. Well, I shouldn't say happier, very sad day. Um, you're going to disagree with me, but also I think, uh, agree with me at the same time because this is a Cowboys player. Uh, Jason Witten retiring.
0: Yes. Um, actually one of the only Cowboys players that I liked.
1: Yeah. See, I'm the same way because there's very few Cowboys players that I've ever liked in my lifespan of, you know, loving football. Jason mm-hmm. Witten, probably number one. Yes. Um, I don't like very many members of that team, like the current roster. No, not at all. Um, I don't think, I, I actually don't like any on that team, actually.
0: I respect Ezekiel um, Elliott for his talent, but other than that, I don't like him.
1: Um, I take that back. Well, no, Ryan Switzer got traded. To the uh, Raiders, and Cole Beasley isn't really a dynamic player anymore. But I'd say those two were my other ones.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but
1: anyway, uh, you know, he had an insane career. He had 12,448 receiving yards. Um, was definitely one of Tony Romo's number one guys. Yes. And so I think him leaving now was. About right. Uh he's gonna be an analyst for ESPN, I believe.
0: So As he should be. I mean they he's he's a smart football mind. Um his production has gone down in the past few years just because of age. Um the one thing I will say is I hated facing him every two years, but I, I respect the guy. He was he was one of the only Cowboys players that I liked, so the only thing that I respect more is he did it in the middle of the fucking draft. Oh my god. Like he was a Cowboy, but he pretty much just tell th- told them, go fuck yourselves in the middle of the draft, and I loved it. Like, I respect him so much more that he just screwed the Cowboys.
1: <laughs> yeah. um, he didn't, <laughs> he didn't officially retire during the draft, to clarify, but he said, yeah, I'm basically done playing. And the Cowboys were like, well, thanks. You know, you're kind of a dick because we could have taken a tight end.
0: <laughs> and I love it. I love it. It made me so happy. I saw that, and I saw that they were pissed, and I'm like, thank God. Like, you just became my favorite Cowboys player of all time.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, Jerry Jones was not happy about it. You know, even Good. Jason Witten said, Jason Witten said after their meeting that Jerry Jones wasn't happy he was retiring. One, because of the way he did it, but two, because of, you know, he's a great player, and, you know, he's like a you know member of the Cowboys family. But. Uh, You know, I think him leaving now was the perfect time.
0: Yes, Uh, it was. It was time for him to go, and um, kudos to him. He's still staying in sports. He's an analyst. Good for him. He's he's keeping food on the table, which, I mean, you're making millions. It's not hard to do that. But (laughs) –
1: You can keep any food on the table for 500K a year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, like, he's – he's doing well for himself and he's a fart. He, yeah. He's a fart guy. Um, he's a smart guy for football. Um, I'm I'm done. I, I've recorded so much today. Um, so kudos to him. Um, keep doing your thing. He's, he's just, he's built for the analyst role. He's a good personality. I've seen him in interviews. He's a very entertaining guy to have on camera and on radio. So, I mean, It makes sense.
1: So, wrapping it up here with one final question. Yes. Okay, so there's a lot of tight ends in this league that are old. Mm Mm-hmm. And who do you think actually is going to be the next tight end to, to retire? Well, there is Antonio Gates, but regardless of him, because he's a free agent.
0: The next tight end to retire... Um, that's a hard one because like i let me look up um let me look up a list of people.
1: <laughs> well, I have my answer.
0: yeah, you go ahead and do yours. I'm gonna look quick.
1: Greg Olson, okay, he's getting up there in age, obviously. Not that old, but he's getting up there in age for an NFL player. Yeah. Um, Especially someone who is either, you know, he can be in the trenches or a receiver. Um, Obviously, I excluded Antonio Gates because he's a free agent. Yes. In reality, my number one answer would be Antonio Antonio Gates because I don't really think he's going to play for too much longer. I think he can, but I don't think he will.
0: Yeah, I don't I don't think so either. I think honestly like with him being released, I don't think that he's going to um I don't think that he's going to find another team honestly.
1: Plus I don't there's part of him that's like I can't be anything else but a Charger.
0: Yeah, like I see that too. Um okay, I think I have my answer. I All think right. I'm gonna go with Delaney Walker. Ooh,
1: yeah, he's he. I'd say those are my top three.
0: Yeah, like Delaney Walker. I think uh, Julius Thomas, maybe. Um, I mean, he's not exactly that old, but he's not. He hasn't really done much production in the past couple years. Um, yeah. so I could see that. Um, those are probably along with. Um, Greg Olson. I could see that oh Ver oh my god, Vernon Davis.
1: Oh yeah, duh. I forgot about Vernon Davis. So he he I.
0: Yeah, okay, yeah, Vernon Davis. Vernon Davis is my number one pick.
1: <laughs> yeah, Vernon Davis, Antonio Gates well yeah, Antonio Gates, Greg Olson, and then Delaney Walker.
0: Yeah. I think those are the I think I think Vernon Davis might be done after this year, honestly. Yeah, but I think that about uh, wraps up our discussions for today, don't you?
1: Yeah, so uh, obviously uh, for anybody, for all of our listeners out there, this uh, podcast comes out every Monday. Uh, We don't really have a specific time set as Damien and I are both going to college, so it's kind of a, hey, I'll upload this when I can, but for sure on Monday.
0: Yeah, and if um, and if it's not up by Monday, you can send your hate tweets to Mike. Um he's the one that uploads it, not me.
1: Yeah. Uh but I almost guarantee that Oh, okay, I shouldn't say almost guarantee. I guarantee it'll be up on Mondays. Um if we ca- can't record for some reason, it won't be up on Monday, we'll tweet about it. Um But with that, this has been in the huddle with me, Michael Phillips, and Damian Miller.
0: Yeah, go ahead, and uh, if you don't have our Twitters, you can follow us on there at Damien underscore Miller for me, um, and then you can follow Mike at It's Michael P on Twitter. You can uh, find all of our other links and everything like that in the description as well. So if you're terrible with spelling Damien or Michael because apparently there's 14,000 different ways to spell each, you can just check it out in the description below in the um, in the podcast download.
1: And also, for any of our uh, listeners that are uh, video game fans, Damien and I are kind of contemplating doing Twitch streaming, so if you want that, tweet uh, some suggestions at us. Uh, right now, it's kind of a difficult situation, but uh, preferably within the next month or two um, we'll be doing that, uh, as long as we can fit it in our schedules, because this class right now is kind of a bitch. <laughs>
0: oh my god, is it the worst? Like, it, it's just so time-consuming
1: it is and okay we're gonna not rant about it right now because my professor is we can can do
0: that all we can do that off (laughs) air. yeah
1: (laughs) but uh yeah any suggestions for this show for twitch streaming um whatever you guys really are interested in um i'm more than willing to uh get some uh tweets sent my way so um
0: yeah yeah, at us. Um, talk to us. I mean, we're more than willing to converse with all of our with all of our fans. So um, until next week, this is in the huddle. I am Damian Miller. That is Michael Phillips, and we will talk to you soon.